This week we are trying something uh, a little different and fun. I'm gonna challenge you. Challenge you to do something you'll be really thankful for a year from now. If you go to the end of this video, there's a description that's there and you'll find a link. In that link, you can print off this. This is called the Dear Future Me Letter. We actually started this yesterday, so you'll need to go back and watch yesterday's video. But what you'll do is you're gonna take a spiritual snapshot of your life right now, and you're gonna get this, read this, a year from now. So print off as many as you'll need for yourself or however many people are watching with you. And right now we're gonna go through the middle section. So what's going on in your life right now? What's your stress? What's your anxiety? What's, what's crushing down upon you? Because even if you try so hard and you plan so well, sometimes life just, well, just drop kicks you in the face. I mean, you try and everything goes wrong. Where is that for you right now? Where are you stuck in pressure and anxiety and you just think things just aren't going to get better? Well, there's an incredible section, amazing section in God's Word that talks directly about this. Paul, who was a traveling pastor, went to a city called Philippi. And he encouraged them in God's word. The Holy Spirit did amazing, amazing work there. And then Paul wrote back to them a book um, called Philippians in the Bible. And he speaks directly about how to find how to find joy in difficult spots in your life. And he specifically talks about anxiety and dealing with anxiety in chapter four. And so this is what Paul says as God is speaking through Paul to us. Do not be anxious about anything. Now, you might hear these words and go, how is that possible? God, how do you think that I can actually not be anxious about anything when my marriage is falling apart? How do you expect me not to be anxious about anything when I tried out for the basketball team and I got cut or softball or volleyball or whatever your sport is and I don't really know who I am anymore if I can't play that sport? God, how do you expect me not to be anxious when I'm failing in a grade or my parents are fighting again? God, seriously, how do you expect me not to be anxious when my loved one, my grandma, my grandpa, brother, sister, whatever it is, is sick and dying? How do you expect me not to be anxious when I've got cancer, when I can't pay the bills? How, God, can you write these words, do not be anxious about anything? Especially when, wasn't Jesus overwhelmed? Wasn't Jesus stressed beyond stressed in his life? I mean, when you look back to Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, it says that he was overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. If that was Jesus, how can you tell me do not be anxious about anything? Now see, understand, this section of God's word is so, so often misunderstood. Because you've got to go back to the original Greek that's here. And God's got something pretty cool in this. He puts this verb of do not be anxious he puts it in the present tense. Now, I've come to learn that if a verb is in the present tense, it shows an ongoing action. And so what God's saying here is do not continually be stuck in anxiety. Don't have this feeling of hopelessness that things could not get better. And so God then says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Jesus, when he was overwhelmed, what did he do? He prayed. 
And that's exactly what God is saying here, to align ourselves with the will of the Father. And when Jesus aligned himself with that will of the Father and said, Father, your will be done, he rose from that prayer and he conquered the devil. And that, my friends, that is the reason why it says that you can pray with thanksgiving because of what Jesus did. That Jesus took on the devil so that you don't have to. That Jesus destroyed the power of death so that you don't have to fear death. That Jesus conquered all and is in all and will work all for the good of those who love him for you. And so God says again here, if you throw off that anxiety and just trust, trust that God is God and let God be God, then verse 7 comes in and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, even if you don't know how God can make this better, the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. No matter what you're facing right now, no matter what stress, anxiety is there, God's got this because he's got you. What I really want you to do right now is I, I want you to take a moment, take time, go to the back page the middle section here, um, so it's top of the page here, but it's the middle of the three boxes, and and fill this out. Take a, a spiritual snapshot of your life right now, your fears, your anxieties, your stresses, and write those out. And a year from now, you're going to know if you got through that, how God resolved that. And you're going to look back and go, really? I was stressed out about that? Man, God took care of that. Or you might look back and go, I'm still stressed on this? Man, I haven't really given this fully over to God. I've, I've got to just give this to God and let it be with him. Take that spiritual snapshot of your life. It'll be a powerful thing that you're going to look at a year from now. And until that point, just know this. God has taken care of everything for you and he loves you. God not only commands us to pray to him with our anxiety, with our stresses, but he also tells us to share that with others, with other Christians, with other people that can share those burdens. Let this online community be that for you. We'd love to hear what is just stressing you out and overwhelming you in your life right now so we can pray with you. W would you share that in the comments below and let us know what's going on in your life and then read through those comments and find out what other people are going through as well and pray for them. Pray to the God of the universe and know that God takes care of all things. May Jesus pour peace into your life. Can't wait to see you tomorrow as we finish up this Dear Future Me letter and I tell you how you're going to mail it to yourself in the future. Have a great day. Hey everyone, Pastor Mike here with Time of Grace. Did you know that our ministry is 100% donor funded? That's a fancy way of saying that we don't receive buckets and buckets of money from the government or from any church or denomination. Instead, our ministry is completely fueled by people just like you. People who listen and watch our videos, people who give generously, and people who allow this message to spread to more and more souls whose lives are then changed. So for all of you who give, thank you so much. And for all of you who haven't given yet, we would love for you to do so. We really need your support. We want to reach people now with the good news of Jesus, which is why we need your help. Thanks for praying about that. Thanks for considering it. And thanks in advance for your support. God bless. Hey everyone, Pastor Mike here from Time of Grace. Thank you so much for investing your limited time to grow in your faith with us. But could I ask you for one more favor? I'm sure you're itching to check out social media or go on to the next part of your day. 
But you could do a huge help for the kingdom of God if you would rate and review this podcast. Just taking a few seconds of your time will help other people to find time of grace, which matters so much to us because we want people to hear about grace, to hear about Jesus, to hear about eternal life. So thanks for taking a little more time. We pray that God blesses you with a great day and we'll see you soon.